Wow. But I do not have that much money. They pulled up Dwight Schrute and they were just like, no, 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 44. We know what we're worth. <laughs> Why you don't tell me you got a tape like that, huh? You're gonna help your lawyer. My nickname in high school was Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> You want a lawyer? Are you serious? Pop star. As, as a Latino man, it's a removal of your left ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, that, is that right? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Mundane Adventures of Frank and Mike. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my boy, Frank. Frank, how you doing, bro? I'm doing well, good sir. How are you? You know... I was doing great till my car died earlier, and I had to go get I had to go to no. O'Reilly's and get a, a battery. So, guys, welcome back! It's uh, it's been a great week. It's just awesome to see to see that people are actually listening to us. So, thank you. And if you want to follow us and get in touch with us, you guys can follow us on TikTok now as Mundane Podcast. Again, just search up Mundane Podcast. That's M U N D A N E podcast all one word all <laughs> one word anyways let's talk about what's in the news today on today's you know you betcha <laughs> <laughs> you get that reference oh, uh, you're a good friend of mine all right so it's all over it's everywhere we all heard of it not covid but no, elon musk no. buying twitter <laughs> elon yep. musk buys it for 44 billion dollars dude can you imagine having all that money you're like you know what that's billion with a B, by the way. B as in boy, or as in bud. <laughs> bud. <laughs> as in, it is a bitch. Wow. I do not have that much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he plans to turn it into a private company, and pretty much, you know, he was like, hey, I want this to be more about free speech, and Twitter is like, you know how Twitter is, uh, nothing yeah, wrong with it. Yeah. Um, but Elon was like, I ain't having it. I'm going to buy some shares. And then they were like, well, just because you bought shares doesn't mean you could actually boss us around. Uh, so he's like, okay, I'm just going to buy the whole company. (laughs) I'll buy them all. (laughs) So that was actually crazy. Just think about the fact that he was able to say, "Eh, you know what? I just don't like the way your company's being ran. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy it and I'm going to fix it for you and to be basically how I would like it to be like, and then just think nothing of it you know like nah whatever. that's some that's some big big energy right there <laughs> i mean yeah it sure is it's just it's crazy to think that you know there's a person in the world capable of just doing something like that he's one step closer to taking over the fucking world they yeah. tell you that guy is it's it's fucking nuts and it's not it's like fucking nuts it's not like twitter is like a small company like it's a pretty massive media company which is it still blew my mind that some guy has that much money in the world. And, you know, actually Twitter didn't want to want him to buy it at all. And they, what people are calling it is like a poison pill where they were like trying to like pretty much cap his capabilities with his shares. And then that's mm-hmm. when he was like, you know what, I'm going to make a proposal. I think he offered like 41 million and he actually drew up 46 billion. I'm sorry, 41 billion. And he drew up 46 billion and they came to agreement with 44 billion, which is just insane. So what does that mean for Twitter and you as users? So, his plans are pretty much just to add new features, get rid of like the spam bots that we all see. You know, jokingly, he wants to get rid of anime, <laughs> the anime profile pics that everybody seems to have. Approved oh. algorithms, just you know, make it a little bit more. It's as far as right now, it doesn't seem too bad, but every, like it's breaking the internet. Everybody hates it. There's people that actually work for Twitter that aren't you know having it. So it's interesting to see where this will go. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just you know, I, I just can't get over that that. <laughs> 
And and first of all, the whole thing with him him going to forty six, and they're like now forty four. How did that happen? I'm curious. Do you think, think Twitter's like no, no? They pulled a Dwight Schrute, and they were just like no, 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 forty four. We know what we're worth. <laughs> I think he had yeah, to do with like the negotiations. Uh... He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to haggle. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, that's insane. He's offering us forty six. We'll take forty four. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> They're like that's too high for us. Let's go we down show, a couple billion. Let's yeah. go down a couple billion. We're not worth that much. Right, right. Yeah. No, that that's that's pretty crazy. That Elon Musk, he's he's quite the care. He's quite the ambitious guy. I mean, he wants to colonize Mars. He's he's already obviously SpaceX has taken off. Tesla, all that good stuff. It's it's fucking. I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's it's crazy that one man has amassed such a life <laughs> you know what i mean like just <laughs> i don't know it, it's it's crazy speaking of elon musk uh currently one of his uh former uh let's just call it uh romantical aspiration uh love interests if you will is uh in the news uh ted are you aware of of what's going on with miss amber heard and johnny depp honestly i think we're both in the same boat we're like we're tired of it being on our feeds. It's all over TikTok. Yeah. It's all over Facebook and IG. It's everywhere. Here's here's what I'm gathering from that, honestly. It's, you know, obviously it's a domestic violence issue. And, you know, I mean, well, obviously we're sensitive to that because it, it is a, you know, it's a horrible thing to experience if you ever have experienced it. Um, you know, if you're a kid and you're seeing, you know, adults go through it or whatever, you know, parent, maybe some parents or uncles or friends or whatever, you know, it's it's a horrible thing to go through and experience, and I'm sure it's you know pretty difficult for the people involved as well. Um, you know, but it's just you know, to me with the whole like seeing it, I, I don't know. Like I I feel like it's it's done its part as far as bringing awareness to domestic violence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because. I think it's important to note that it's not just women that suffer. It's also men, you know what I mean? And um, it's something that I hope that both of them can, you know, heal with time and move on and grow as people and and be better for it. Um, But at the same time, I would just like to see something else on my Instagram feed right now. (laughs) You know, I feel like every post and look, you know, maybe rightfully so um you know it's kind of turned johnny into this like uh tragic hero where you know everyone's kind of like oh look what a fantastic wonderful guy johnny is because you know he's a great actor and he's he's done all this and he's he's kind of turned into like a sympathetic character and stuff mm-hmm. and well not a character but a figure but you know and again maybe you know maybe rightfully so um but i guess my deal is I never used to see any of that stuff about what a great guy he is until all this started happening. And it kind of just comes across as like people are doing it just to show support for him and stuff. And that's fine. You know, um, I'm just saying I, I just, I get it. He's a wonderful man, I guess, you know, like (laughs) it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of done with seeing posts about, you know, all this stuff. I mean, I'm interested in seeing how it plays out and, and the, you know how it kind of concludes and stuff but you know 
I, I would just like my Instagram feed to not show me another video of what a wonderful person Johnny Depp is. You know what I mean? You know, what's, what's kind of funny is like on my end, it's always about videos of how bad her lawyers are doing in this case and how like, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're questioning their own questions or just really not doing a good job of, of being lawyers. I, I think it could be complicated, especially like a case where it's like, uh, you know, your your party or your client is, you know, morally in the wrong or could be in the wrong and you got all this evidence against you. So it's like, it's pretty hard, but it's also kind of like, it's like a train wreck. You always, you know, you want to look away, but then you can't, you just keep watching. Like everybody does it. I like, think, you know, as, as far as that goes, like when you, when you think about a lawyer, you know, you get, you get these, these team of lawyers who they're like, no, nah, no, nah, you know, yeah, we're definitely going to win this case, Amber, because you know, as I understand it, I guess she's the one who kind of brought it to the light that she was being abused. It kind of turning out to be a shit show for her, um, you know, and then you're seeing these videos of people, you know, basically mocking the lawyers because you got a lawyer who's objecting his own yeah. his own questions. You got a <laughs> lawyer who's asking him about, you know, urinating somewhere. You got a lawyer who's, uh, you know, being shut down by witnesses or he's not even allowing Johnny to answer questions. <laughs> it's not a good look. Let's just put it that way. Honestly, it's not a good look. But can you imagine? Like... Here's the thing, though. I'll say this, uh, if, I, if I may. You may. I think <laughs> I, I object. I believe, yeah, you object. To, <laughs> you know, I'll say this. I would like to object to me saying this. Hearsay. <laughs> Hearsay. Um, yeah. So... I'll say this. I feel like every story has basically three sides. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, it's it's one side, one party side, the other party side, and then like, ultimately there's, like, the complete truth. Mm -hmm. so, is it out of the realm of possibility that maybe, unless you're, like, really following this along on, like, law and crime, and you're, like, seeing everything, and you're somebody who's well-versed, you know, in, like, law and, and things like that, I mean... Is it just kind of like a propaganda thing to where we're just kind of seeing Johnny played up as this heroic person and, you know, and these lawyers are kind of big goofballs or maybe are people just cut, taking cuts of them screwing up and just showing us that because everybody wants to show support for Johnny. And really, I'll be honest, like the extent of my knowledge of it is, you know, researching a little bit and also seeing what Instagram puts in front of me, oh, you yeah. know, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that maybe her lawyers are are putting together maybe like a, at least a solid case. We're just not seeing that end of it mm -hmm. because, you know, people would rather go with the more popular notion that Johnny's a sympathetic, you know, he not the hero, but the guy who's being, you know, villainized and not villainized. I'm sorry. Um, I guess victimized and, um, you know, and Amber Heard's being villainized. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. but then again, I well, now, as I as I say that now, though, it's that that voice note, I guess, of her being on the phone saying, you know, tell everybody that you're a victim and see who believes you. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I guess now that I say that, could, um, could you like that imagine? pretty much just closed it? Could you imagine <laughs> so, like like being? I guess her disregard lawyer? everything I just said. Huh? <laughs> could you imagine being like her lawyer, hearing that clip and then and then just like looking at Amber and be like. But what, what, why you all do this to me? Why you, why you don't tell me you got a tape like that? How huh? you gonna help your lawyer? Or something? <laughs> Make him look like a wish duck. Did you duck. know this voice note existed? <laughs> and you didn't tell us, you dumbass. Or, or maybe, or maybe they're like, uh, like sleazy lawyers who are just like looking to get a payday. So they're like, 
<laughs> yeah, we don't give a fuck about that voice you, note, dude. You're gonna win. Um, you know, you're gonna cut the check, right? I mean, honestly, you definitely need to pay a hundred percent deposit first. Um, you know, no, <laughs> you don't gotta worry about why. Just you know, but we definitely need all the money up front, bro. Honestly, it sounds like she was at some laundromat one day. She's like, oh man, like. I, I don't know who to get for my lawyer. And it, like, someone's, like, overhearing her while, like, venting about this whole case. Like, going to court and fighting against Johnny. And, like, some chum was like, hey, you, you want a lawyer? I got you. I got you. Don't matter what you oh, put you in front what, of me. You, you, I got you. You know who it was? You know who it was? It was <laughs> some guy who said, oh, I saw a YouTube video. Oh, uh, yep, I yep, yep. <laughs> I know. I can do this. I've watched Better Call Saul. Oh, dude. I can do, I can, oh. I can do this. Yep. I can do this. And, and you know what? Don't even worry about the payment. I'll do it like those those infomercials where they say if you if you lose, you don't pay anything. And Come uh, to, in to, no to, way, to, uh, quick and snappy law firm. In no way, shape, or form are we disc you know discrediting lawyers and all the hard work that you have to go through to become a lawyer. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just what's presented in front of us, what we see. Uh, I'm pretty sure all lawyers work very hard for their degrees and what they have to do and passing the board. Sure. So you know. Kudos for you guys for doing that, but you know, IG plays everybody differently. And which is kind of my point. It's like kind of what I was trying to get at earlier, where maybe her lawyers are making some solid points and stuff, but nobody really cares to see that uh-huh. because, again, you know, the narrative here is Johnny is a victim and stuff, and you know, it sure looks like he is and everything. Um, but uh, you know, I don't think people really care to see. Amber's lawyers making solid points because they'd love to make fun of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's led to some pretty funny memes. I mean, you, you can't, you know, I, I, even Johnny Depp in that one where the guys, you know, he was uh, asking about, uh, what was it? If he was, uh, was it his signature? <laughs> the signature was, was, I don't know. I, I, it was one where there was one too where they were uh the one of the witnesses was like the landlord and he was just fucking smoking and driving he was like on a zoom call and they were like interviewing the judges interviewing and johnny Depp just started busting out laughing because <laughs> i mean it's like he's gotta be thinking dude i've played so many like eccentric crazy characters and this is by far the weirdest experience i've ever had <laughs> This has got to feel so surreal to uh-huh. see all this shit happening in a lot in, in like a courtroom, you know. You know, but in all seriousness, again, uh, domestic violence is not a laughing matter. It's not a joking matter. We're here poking fun at the lawyers and everything that's going on there. Certainly not the topic at hand. Um, so, uh, if you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, um, we uh, found the national domestic violence hotline. Uh, Going to be number uh, phone number. and uh, again that number is 800-799-7233 please reach out uh, if you are in need of any sort of help or assistance and um, if you are in that unfortunate situation you know we certainly hope the best for you and and uh, you know where we'll be pulling for you so guys please get uh, you know don't be scared I know it could be a scary situation Um, whatever your situation is I hope you're safe that's like the most important part so yes absolutely. there we go i like that yeah well now speaking of eccentric heroes ted you have something uh regarding a brand new superhero Oh yeah i'm pretty sure i actually i don't know if anybody's like really heard about this because uh i certainly just found out a few days ago so if you heard about it old news if not it's new news but bad <laughs> bunny bad bunny playing a superhero el muerto how do you how do you feel about that? First of all, Bad Bunny playing a superhero. 
it's not his first time he's actually like technically played a character. He he played uh he was like in WrestleMania and back in twenty one, which Jesus. completely blew oh my, my mind. He blew my mind. I was like, Oh my god, there's little guys doing stuff like that. I've never grew up watching WWE, so I was with my friends and we were watching this and mm-hmm. seeing that I was like, dude, this is this is intense. Actually made me go to like my first wrestling match just like a couple weeks, couple months ago. So Are you are you serious? Yeah, I've never been oh to a wrestling god. match. Yeah, yeah. I grew up watching wrestling, so when I saw Bad Bunny in there, quite frankly I was insulted <laughs> just because because look i'm not a big a bad bunny fan i'm not gonna pretend to be i don't really care for his music mm-hmm. um you know but uh, I, i'll be honest here i mean as, as far as seeing celebrities in wwe that's something that's always been around so you know insulted or not it's not like it's unique to him and he's like the only guy who's ever done it oh yeah it's, it's something that they always do they tend to this year it was uh it was uh logan paul Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was Logan. I don't think it was Jake. I think it was Logan. Anyway. Jake was there. So, Logan, Logan was the guy. Yeah. So, you know, they do this kind of stuff all the time. It's to kind of reach to a broader audience and, you know, oh, you're, maybe you're not a wrestling fan, but you're a Logan Paul fan. So mm-hmm. you're going to buy the show to watch it. And they do this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. I don't particularly care for him. Uh, in this instance, either, you know, El Muerto, which, you know, Seems like he's a, you know, it's a... He's an anti-villain. A, he's a, he's a, he's a... Anti-hero. Is, he's in the Spider-Man, right? right Kind of in that wheelhouse, uh, Spider-Man thing. Yeah, he's... I'm a, not a big Marvel guy. You know, I won't pretend to be. I'm more, I'm definitely on the DC side. Oh, but, yeah. uh, you know, so, here's my deal. It's it's probably a lesser known... Sorry, Ted. That's okay. Can, you, <laughs> can I get through my point here without <laughs> yeah. you trying to fucking cut me off? Of course, Please. of course. El Muerto, I don't, you know, like I said, I'm not crazy about Bad Bunny. You know, I don't care. I'm not going to hate on him either. But, um, you know, it's El Muerto. I don't think anyone's going to lose any sleep over him being cast as this sort of superhero. I think if it was kind of more of a, a bigger known superhero, um, then probably people would lose their shit if he wasn't the right fit. Um, you know, but again, this isn't, this is this is someone who I don't particularly know or care for. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Ted, why don't you give us your thoughts? No, I'm <laughs> okay, so I, you know, Bad Bunny, I like his music. I'm not like a fangirl over him uh, because everybody's like Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, and his tickets are insane, bro. Like, I don't know who would pay that much, but people do, which is crazy. So I think that's why Sony also could like have had some influence because like, oh, Bad Bunny, you know, um, super famous pop star, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I want to know why every character you do turns into that voice. Oh, which, I <laughs> Amber Heard's lawyers are also like, like I, the movie executives <laughs> at Sony. Yeah, they... I suppose. I mean, uh, but uh, some different kind of a voice. Oh no, no, they they got to they got to all say you know that's what okay. separates me from you know my actor my persona you know i gotta gotta stay grounded <laughs> okay i got gotcha. you but i, I got gotcha. you the you're, biggest you're thing, the ryan reynolds of impressions you just maybe. do the same shit over and over for everything <laughs> yeah pretty much i'm the same character <laughs> uh but pretty much what's what kind of like brought him a little bit more light was that he's pretty much gonna be getting like his own movie in a sense without sharing uh too many um coast co-stars like he's like the first latino pretty much and so mm-hmm. uh what was that girl from the eternals um she was like the leader and then spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie 
you know something does happen to her um and they were uh, like honestly i have no idea i just know angelina jolie was in that thing and i was like i can't believe she's still acting have you seen grown-ups uh yeah what adam sandler is the girl who plays oh, adam Selma Hayek? there we go yeah so they okay. were like technically she had it but then they were like no she said she shared the screen and her she wasn't like the main character so this is why this is kind of like big news in, in the news world and for anybody who doesn't know this character, they just pretty much he acquires his powers from the mass that's passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. So as as a Latino man, okay, I yeah. I think it's great. I think it's great as far as like you know diversity goes and things like that. But uh, again, I just I mean I'm just being honest. I don't particularly care for this. I don't think it's like oh what a giant step in the right direction for Latinos <laughs> everywhere. I don't think. Oh know, yeah. I, there's probably some people who it means a lot to, and that's great. I'm not trying to downplay it either. If it does mean a lot to you, that's great. I'm happy for you. Uh-huh. Just me personally, I'm not, like, you know, blown away by this, you know, and I don't know. That's just my two cents. <laughs> and speaking of superheroes, I do want to – I want your thought process because for anybody that doesn't know, this man, this gentleman here, I would say Batman is your favorite superhero. Oh, would you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I suppose you know, I, I only got a fucking half sleeve, yep, wrapped around my arm, dedicated to Batman. And but let's yeah, not I'd forget the time. Let's not forget the time that you, you, your Halloween. I love Halloween. Okay. I love the spirit that you get into it. And so <laughs> you know, your Batman suit, like that's dope. Oh yeah, that's dope. Uh, so, so for. Well, okay, good. So I was gonna say this real quick. So for those who don't know, uh, yes, I'm a huge Batman fan. Uh, I got a Batman costume, and where Ted and I used to work, I used to wear it on Halloweens to to work, and that was kind of a fun thing for me because you know, like kids would come by and they'd see me, and they're like, "Wow, you know," and there's Batman giving out candy, you know, or whatever, and you know, it was just kind of a fun thing. Um, and then you know, our my first Halloween with my son, I was finally I got him a little Robin costume. Oh. Uh, they would have, we were able to be Batman and Robin, so that that was kind of a cool thing but yes uh yes i am a batman fan. batman world yes <laughs> okay so that manuel okay well you know <laughs> I, that was a bigger two of this you don't have to go there but okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> so for tiktok user the comic under pretty much the underscore comic underscore detective if you want to watch that video he commented on film stocked video and uh pretty much all the batmans are in the room you got batman what 89 you have christian bell's batman you have patterson's batman you have batflick um they have no weapons no tech no prep time just fists all of them are stuck in a room and have to fight who's gonna win i want to first hear what you have to say and i'll tell you what this individual thought is this is this uh all batmans in their prime so like if if we're talking bell we're not talking about Dark Knight Rises, Bale, who like got his nutsack kicked in by Bane, right? I'm no, we're, we're talking, talk, like, prime, we're talking like, about all the bad bugs. Okay, a- any well, Batman, any any shape or form that you want them to be. Any in. Batman shape or form, who I think is like the best, the very like strongest, who would win in a fight? Like, yeah, the, all they have is their suit, but they have nothing with them, no weapons, just literally just their fists. <sighs> okay. Who's who's well, taking the prize? And who's walking out of there? Okay. Um, so, my favorite Batman is Bale, but I don't think I don't think he would win a fight against like Batfleck. And the reason that, reason why is because Bat Batfleck is more of 
part of like a comic comic book uh universe where like there's all these extraterrestrials you know obviously like steppenwolf and all all of his minions and stuff and he had to like a you know take them on and, and stuff like that he had kind of a you know higher level threat uh than somebody like bale um so while i'm not i'm not crazy about batfleck i think just the fact that he had to go hard you know i guess fight more uh higher level threat uh villains and and monsters or whatever mm-hmm. i'd probably say him um you know i i think that that would be probably the guy so basically straight up fighting patterson patterson's batman and batman 89 just kind of like laid down and was like nope we're not in this (laughs) well i don't particularly yeah i will not so okay just to be completely honest i did not care for pattinson's batman i did not care when he was cast the movie is on hbo max i have hbo max I have not gotten around to seeing it, and I got to tell you, it really just does not feel like a priority for me. I will get around <laughs> to it because I have to, because you know, it's it's as a Batman fan, it's basically like a job. I have to watch it, and and you know, I guess really try and give it a chance. I have to. I've just not gotten around to it. So, um, you know, I I don't know, man. But if, if we're talking also like Keaton. And, um, you know, like George Clooney and Val Kilmer. Um, Keaton kind of, to me, is is a little bit also like kind of on the Batfleck, or not Batfleck, sorry, um, Bale, where their, their villains and stuff are not realistic, but, you could, well, because like you think about like Penguin and Keaton's Batman, you know, Penguin's like a deformed, you know, baby <laughs> that grew up in the sewers <laughs> and he's like a, you know, deformed Penguin man. Uh-huh. Um but again, they're they're basically you know deformed humans, whatever the case. You know, there's people with like, like yeah, you got Catwoman who you know um, she died and then she was brought back to life by like cats that got around her. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what they wrote. But she's still a human. <laughs> and um, you know, and then obviously you had like uh, the Joker in the first one. Um, you know, it's not like he was dealing with again like extraterrestrial beings you know he was dealing with a little bit more uh comic booky beings you know but not they were still human you know what i mean so and then that's kind of like that's kind of why i think keaton and bale's batmans are regarded as kind of the two more um like the two more uh what's the word like better like more dominant like just yeah like just the favorites i guess typically Mm -hmm. if when people talk about favorites it's usually Bale or Keaton, which is understandable. They're both great movies and stuff. Um, and then you get your occasional Batfleck guy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, for the real hardcore, though, they'll probably go to, like, Adam West just because when you punch people, Bale, <laughs> Batfleck, uh, Keaton, none of them make the word pow appear. Pow. Out of thin okay, <laughs> so, I mean, if we're if we're talking all kinds of superpower punches, you know, that's, that's that, a He is the top of the list. Yeah, so you know you got Adam West too. I mean, it's it just it's it's what's your favorite flavor? Uh-huh. You know what I mean. So, so but the, uh, yeah, good. So the comic book detective, uh, this is what he had to say. Christian Bell Batman brings a little bit of everything to the table, but lacks developmental uh, development areas. He's just skilled enough. Just he's just you know like 
that typical vanilla Sunday that gets the job done. Now, Batman 89, (laughs) extremely skilled, possibly weakest of the Batman, doesn't mind killing, uh, but his only weakness, and it's, when you think about it, yeah, it could be, but his suit doesn't allow his neck to turn, so, like, if, you know. The cowl? Yeah, so. That's really more the cowl, though. It's not really a suit, it's just his cowl. And actually, Bale had that same, not the same cowl. I I thought he did also have that issue, too. He had the cowl in in, uh, Batman Begins, his first one. He had the cowl. And um, they actually made a joke about it in The Dark Knight where he asked for a new suit. He wanted to be able to turn his head. And he said, yeah, it's going to make backing out of the driveway a lot easier. So <laughs> he definitely took a shot at that. Uh, so Patterson's Batman was the least skilled but is a tank. His suit could take a lot of damage. His weakness is durability. He wouldn't last as long as the others. And then Batflick was his winner. He has more speed than The Dark Knight, more power than the Batman 89, and he's more experienced than the Batman, which is Robert Patterson's Batman. So I just wanted to like your take because I know you're like a super big uh, Batman fan, and like when and, I heard and, this, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to bring it to Frankie. I need to, I need to tell the master, or not the master. I know a guy. Let me talk to it. Let me get back to you. <laughs> yeah, and and if you notice, we basically agreed. I mean, you know, we. I don't know how he feels about, um, you know, Batfleck and and how he loves him. In fact, you you said you, you know, for the sake of everyone who's listening. He did not reveal this list to me. He did not tell me, you know, who was his favorite or whatever. I didn't even know until he read it just now. Um, but it stands to reason that, you know, uh, Batfleck would be kind of the guy, even though I'm not crazy about Batfleck. I thought he was fine as Bruce Wayne. Um, but his Batman, I didn't care for him. Um, you know, but it stands to reason that he would win the fight just because you know, yeah, he's the most experienced guy, or and you think again. I kind of saw it as like you know the kind of the villains he's faced. The you know, mm-hmm. he, I mean, fuck, he was part of taking on Doomsday. I mean, Batfleck never did. I mean, not Batfleck, Bale never <laughs> did that. You know, his his uh, I guess his you know more physically dominating opponent was a man uh, in a leotard, <laughs> a mercenary in a no. leotard and a mask. <laughs> hold on, hold on, you're you hold on. Bale did not fight anyone in a fucking leotard. You're, you're referring to fucking uh, Val Kilmer who, who, who fought the Joker, right? No, I... Question, Bale looked like he was, like, you? in this leotard, like, the first oh half gosh. of the movie. Before. He had on a vest. It, he was hiding his leotard because he thought it was a man enough. That's why he's all pissed off at the world. Oh Jesus. Okay, we're not... I will not entertain this any longer. Uh, insulting me. Um... <laughs> No, uh, but yeah, so um, so yeah, you know, it's dense reason. Batfleck's not my favorite Batman. Bale is, um, but again, uh, you know, I can I can definitely, you know, I would agree with that. Batfleck's probably the one who wins a fight, you know, mm-hmm. in a room with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Bane was not in a fucking leotard, dude. Golly, what are you, what are you uh, even talking about? <laughs> you know what? Since we're talking about making selections wasn't there like an nfl draft or something happening pretty soon or that yeah, just recently so, happened so it just happened it happened it started on thursday um and then it wrapped up yesterday so i'm i am a big nfl fan uh, i love football and stuff so it's something that i follow closely it is with a heavy heart that i announced that i'm a Falcons fan uh they consistently let me down i hate it it hurts every year I, it's gotten to the point where uh i don't even have like optimism 
you're, you're just watching it. Now. You're, you don't even have I'm just like. Watching it play out. I'm allowing them to ruin my Sundays. <laughs> I'm allowing them to, you know, go into work because, you know, everybody knows I'm a Falcons fan. So I go into work and, you know, everyone talks shit about me. And I feel like I just want to send them a message and be like, you know the shit I put up with because you guys can't fucking cover an onside kick, <laughs> you fucking idiots. Or you can't fucking, like, it's just, it's, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. You, but anyway, it's just shit like that. Dress me up the fucking wall. <laughs> so anyway, yes, I, uh, I, the NFL draft. <laughs> yes, it just happened. Um, you know, it was, it, it's, it's just kind of a really cool thing every year, every, um, you know, around this time in April, or the end of April, um, you know, NFL teams go through, they pick, you know, kind of, uh, your picks are basically, um, given to you, you know, based on like where you're ranked as, you know, your record, um, they give you compensatory picks, which are just basically extra picks based on like players you lose and the caliber of players you lose and stuff like that. So, um, you basically spend the entire year scouting college players, and when they're coming up on the draft, you get yourself a big board. You pick all the players that you want on the big board, however you want to strategize it. Maybe it's the best player available. Maybe you're reaching for needs. Whatever the case is, um, you know, that's kind of how you the, the draft goes. And, you know, it's just kind of really cool to see all these kids coming in and, um, you know, seeing, like, their dreams come true and how much it means to them. And, you know, you just think, like, man, that's got to feel so great, you mm-hmm. know, to – to be working towards something your whole life and to finally, you know, achieve it. And it's just, it's a really cool thing to watch. Um, me myself, uh, how do I think the Falcons did? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, hey, Frankie, how do the Fal- thought, Falcons do? <laughs> so with the first pick, I was, I was upset. I'm not going to lie. We, uh, so at number eight, we took Drake London and um, he's a wide receiver. And yes, you know, wide receivers in need. I didn't think, I wanted with that pick to either trade back or to take uh, Jermaine Johnson. So if there are not any football fans in here, you guys, I'm probably losing you. So I won't take too much time, but I will just kind of, you know, briefly go through why this I was man upset. Needs because to talk. If, you, if you, yeah. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I was bitching about the Drake London pick. <laughs> um, you know, it's not that he's a bad player. I just felt that, We've been through this before where we have one of the best receivers and best receiving cores. We just we had Julio in his prime, you know, we had Roddy White in his prime. I will not go into Calvin Ridley because Calvin Ridley was a humongous disappointment. Yes, he, he was supposed to be the next man up, the next wide receiver one after Julio left, and then he turned into a fuck he just fucking completely shrunk under the, the spotlight and just now he's gone for the year. And anyway, but we've had great receivers and you know we just it hasn't given us what we wanted, which is a Super Bowl win. Yes, our offense took us to the 2016 Super Bowl. Don't need to talk about that game anymore. <laughs> but um, something we have not had in years, and, and I'll, I'll argue since John Abraham, because Vic Beasley had one season where he did well, and then after that, it was a complete fucking disappointment himself. That, that ha- has been years without a pass rusher. And it's fucking unacceptable. Like, we had a chance to take one of the premier guys there. We didn't take him. Instead, we took a receiver. And I just said, we're doing this shit again, dude. So, anyway. Uh, the rest of the draft went along. And um, it was pretty solid at the end, after all. Um, we did get two pass rushers, which is cool. 
Um, we got a quarterback of the future. Matt Ryan's gone now. We got a quarterback who's Desmond Ritter, who I always thought was my favorite quarterback prospect. So I was really happy about that. That really made me shut the fuck up. <laughs> and um, made you know, all the and then, pain worth know, it. Yeah, we got a running back there at the end. Um, you know, he's he, Tyler Allager. You know, it's, uh, it seems to be you know, uh, he's like he's going to be a solid back. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm I didn't like go crazy over him, but. Um, you know, anyway, so yeah, I, th- I thought overall it turned into be a, a good, uh, it was a decent, I'll say a, a solid draft for the Falcons. Um, you know, and, uh, I hope that Drake London proves me wrong. I hope he ends up being like one of the best receivers and, you know, because of him, like we're able to do open up so much, so much in our offense and things like that. But, uh, yeah, at this point, you know, I wasn't crazy about the pick, but obviously I hope to be proven wrong. So. Yeah, that's kind of my draft day story. <laughs> Ted, you're a Patriots fan. Actually, um, I haven't watched football since like the 2016 Super Bowl, really. Which is fine, but you know, I was just gonna kind of make a reference to you that uh, oh, yeah, Patriots yeah. in the first round they took a, a guard. I think it was a guard. His name's Cole Strange. He's from the University of Chattanooga. Okay, <laughs> and uh, it was a super small school. It's it's the he's but he's. It, the funny story is that he uh, he's the first player from that school to ever be drafted in the first round. And, um, you exciting. know, I, yeah, and everyone was kind of like, you know, whoa, like Chattanooga, they got into the first round. Like, that's crazy, you know, this and that. And some people questioned it because they thought maybe you could have picked them later. You know, maybe you didn't have to pick them so high. Um, but just kind of like a fun fact for, for all those NFL heads, uh, that's also – he ended up being the highest highest picked player ever, uh, beating out Terrell Owens, who's a Hall of Fame wide receiver, who, you know, was also from that school. Obviously, that's why I said that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that was kind of like a whoa, kind of a bit of a head scratcher. But you know, the Patriots got him in the first round, and uh, you know, if if you don't follow along, or if you do follow along the NFL, you'll know that there's like a running joke with the Rams that they they never have draft picks because they're always trading them away to get uh, veteran players and stuff. So they actually showed a video of the coach, Sean McVay, and the general manager basically laughing at that pick, you know, laughing at the Patriots pick, saying like, oh, man, you know, like we wasted time watching film on that guy. We thought he was going to be there in the fourth (laughs) round, you know, and they're just kind of poking fun at the Pats for that. So uh, that was just kind of a a funny side note, um, you know, for you. You expat fan. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. You know what I'm really interested in yeah. those the, the the Oilers, man. That's what I'm really rooting out here for. <laughs> oh, Houston Oilers. Okay, okay. That's a that's... wow. It's been a while. <laughs> Did you study? I got a pop quiz. You got a pop quiz. You know, uh, for those of you, with you, I'm I'm as prepared for this test as I've been for any other test in my life. Awesome. You'll do great. You're... I don't even know what the fuck's, you know, whatever, but yeah. So, uh, just, just a reminder, like, I'm in nursing school, so, like, I we, we study these terms all the time, and some of them I didn't even know. So, we thought it'd be pretty fun to just throw it out there and see, let's see how many words Frankie could get right. I'm only doing three words a day. You know, it's a very small pop quiz, like an introduction to it. First word, what does <laughs> episiotomy mean? Episiotomy. Yeah, you might know this. Okay. You might know uh, okay, this. Okay, so otomy, uh, otomy lends me 
to believe there's some sort of removal. Um, just because when I think of like lobotomy or vasectomy, um, okay. you know, some sort of something like that. Okay, so okay. that that leads me to believe that episiotomy. Um, I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard of episiotomy. <laughs> I'm gonna say episiotomy. Uh, it's not like it's not close to esophageal. Uh, I'm gonna say it's the removal of. Um, <laughs> I haven't the slightest fucking clue in the fucked up thing is I don't feel like I know enough about the human anatomy to, to even make an uneducated honestly joke. it's okay, okay. Just give, me your, give so, me your best one give me your best one okay. removal of what removal of what it's a removal of your left ass cheek <laughs> sorry <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, that, is that is that right is that close Oh no! You have the removal part. Just it, that's that's correct. An episiotomy is when they snip a part of a pregnant woman's lower genitalia, and this is to prevent, you know, the baby from practically like tearing the mom open from that area. I don't want to go wow. ahead and get too graphic. Um, that's pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah, that that's a, that's episiotomy. You were close. I got to give you credit. You were like really close. Anatomically close too. I and mean, the honestly, because not that far from there. People are not a lot of people would connect like otomy and lobotomy together, which is lobotomy is an insane procedure. So mm-hmm. you're not completely removing that area; you're just snipping it so it doesn't tear, which is awesome. Well, that now you... I'm kind of yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I I'll do together, you know. But, uh, All right. You know, Next. I, I can't lie. I had no fucking clue what that was. <laughs> I'll give you half a point for that one. <laughs> you okay, you cool. got odd, the, the fact that you got otomy was pretty impressive. So, next word, uh, dyspnea. 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 Dyspnea or dyspnea. It honestly, where you're from, people say it differently. So, okay, dyspnea. Uh. Use it in a sense. Uh, the patient no, no, was no, it's having okay. dyspnea. Okay, that didn't help anyway. So, um, <laughs> dyspnea. Okay, so dyspnea. Uh, Nia, the, the end of that word makes me think of some sort of condition that they're in. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dyspnea. Dysip, dysip. Um, dyspnea. Okay, I'm going to say dyspnea is a condition where. Uh, you're trying to figure out a word and you have no fucking clue what it is so you're in dyspnea an example I am currently experiencing dyspnea because I I don't know Um, (laughs) random guess just like a random guess like that left butt cheek one (laughs) yeah okay so dyspnea uh, the condition where you need to have uh, a right ass cheek removal So dyspnea no, uh, is just pretty much. Are you ready for the definition? Yeah. Okay. okay. It's just like difficulty breathing, pretty much. Like the patients like having it's a it's a term that describes like their breathing condition. Like are they like shortness of breath? Yeah, kind of. Kind There's of. There's a term for it. Yep. There's a medical oh. term called dyspnea, and it practically just means labored breathing or hard time breathing. I didn't know there. Were, I was just when. Do you have a shortness of breath? Why don't people when they ask you? Do you have uh, a shortness of breath? Why don't they just say, are you experiencing dyspnea? Because people... I could just say, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you see, like, sometimes, like, 
I'm pretty sure this word came about because people were putting like SOB on like the patient's report. And they're like, this, and like reading that, you probably think this patient's hey, having a son of a bitch. So that they're like, oh, let's change this word to uh, this. Yeah. In really, reality, and for all of the people that are going to be like, it's really not shortness of breath. It means difficulty. So in Liam's term, it's difficulty breathing. Um, okay. And last word. By the way, real quick, yeah, if yeah. you are one of those guys who's like, oh, look at these fucking dumbasses and Frank, Frank does it. Not, <laughs> no, I don't actually like this is not expected of me to know this shit. Yeah, okay? I am not in nursing school. We're fucking having a fun segment here. So, <laughs> you know, take your fucking get off your high horse and go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go, okay. All go right. All right. penetrate yourself. How's that for a fucking medical term oh 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 we got to call a call code red on you code gray yourself a anal cranial inversion oh man how's that your your vocabulary is very uh very (laughs) prestige i like it (laughs) i mean go put your head up your ass Uh, anyway (laughs) all right last word uh and you may have heard it um it's it's very common in commercials you know people do say this word uh alopecia or alopecia Alo- uh, I've not heard this word. Alopasia. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say alopasia is maybe some sort of disease you currently have. Uh, I'm gonna say that alopasia is uh, some sort of uh, bleeding disorder, and um, <laughs> you. Uh, it's basically uh, your blood is. Uh, is uh, you have too many red blood cells and not enough white blood cells. <laughs> That's my final answer. Well, alopecia means, in lame's term, just balding. Like you're you're losing hair. You're balding. Oh my god. Yep. I was way off. You were, you know, I I like the thought that you're putting into it because you know, having low platelets uh, and high red blood cells there's actually terms for that i won't say them now because you know yeah. who knows maybe in the future episodes they might be using like a speed run or something who knows okay but i hope Fair you enough. guys enjoyed that that was fun for me i mean anybody who else knows these words would be like that's so cool you know and it's totally cool with me if somebody's like hey ted want to or uh, mike why don't you show him tell him what this word is you know i'm oh, sure yeah. he'll never get that you're probably 100 percent right so Send in your words, challenge Frank's uh, vocabulary, and uh, we'll we'll see we'll see if your word gets questioned. I I think that would be really fun. There's so many words that we wouldn't know, even for both of us. I'm pretty sure there's a word out there. Be like, what? What does this even mean? What are they trying I, to say? I, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, and so moving on, plug forging ahead here, uh, Ted. Yes. We're gonna play top five. We played your game, now we'll play mine. It's not really like a not really a competitive game. It's more of like a you know, just like a, you know, like a I guess have fun poke fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll play top five. Okay. So we just give our all time top five favorite things. This week's category will go with T V shows. So if you have your all time top five T V shows, like shows that you can just watch over and over, you can re binge start to finish always make you laugh you remember all the lines all the you know you can quote them off the top of your head you know what what are your top five tv shows all right so my top five and 
I'm, people will be like, <laughs> what a dweeb. <laughs> but this, these are shows that I love to watch. Like they get, I'm very invested, interested in these shows. Uh, so number one, sitting at number one, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people to come up like, what? That's his number one. But Better Call Saul. Better, Better Call Saul, Saul is such, dude. Personally, you know, if you want, if you're gonna crucify me, just do it now because I think it's better <laughs> than Breaking Bad itself. I mean, you know, I personally wow. like it. Yeah, I like it way better than, the than Breaking Bad. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Crucify wow. me now in the comments. I don't care. I stand with my. I wow. stand with my statement right now. Take me to court on it too. <laughs> the ball's um, on you. Man. I know. I'm a brave man. You know. Uh, I'll say. So coming in number two and three. Uh, not a lot of people might know these. If you're into like anime, you would. But Attack on Titan, uh, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, also another um, anime that I really like. But my fourth and fifth pick are. One of them is actually one of my very most favorite like if i had to pick one thing to watch over and over again it would be the office that's one of my oh, favorite shows the office okay. yeah and my very last one like i said number five is dexter i that was like my first like big boy show i remember moving out and watching this in my apartment and like being on my own and like i was like fine like i've always seen my parents watch these shows but i was like eh, i'd rather go do something else or play video games but mm-hmm. like this is like the status of me turning into an adult like Sitting down, eating the Chico's, watching Dexter's. Well, can I just say it real quick? I am so happy that The Office made that list because I remember I had a hard time getting you to watch oh, it. Oh, dude. And I told you the same thing I told everybody who I have ever told to watch it. Just get past season one. If you can get past season one, you're 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 in just hold on to your hats because you're gonna watch a great, a great, great fucking show. First season's not the greatest, I'll say that. Yeah, there's a couple funny episodes in there, a couple funny things, but you have to get past the first season. That's what I mm-hmm, always tell people. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you stuck to it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And now it's on your top fucking five. How about that? Yeah, so, and, and like I said, if I had to watch any one of these shows, if it was still on Netflix, it would probably be playing later today, just in the background, so I could like oh, just have something on. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, pretty good Pretty good list there. Um I will go next. So I'm going to go the other way, though. I'm going to start at five and go to one. All right. Okay, all right. So uh, first, uh, I'd like to start off with my honorable mentions um, because uh, <laughs> I couldn't just leave it at five. <laughs> so uh, to start, honorable mention, um, speaking of The Office, uh, they also had a, which is it's not really a spinoff, but it's also kind of, it, it's a little, I guess you could probably say it's in The Office universe, and that's a, uh, Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. which yep, I thought yep. was a hilarious show. And it is again, a very good you don't, show. You don't, you don't always see like spinoffs being like, a, well, it's not like a, it's, I guess it's not an actual spinoff because none of the characters on there pertain to The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there was one, I think I heard ones where the way they wanted to tie the two places together, The Office and Parks and Rec, was they were going to have like some sort of printer or fax machine or something that used to be a Dunder Mifflin um fax machine or uh-huh. something and they just you know they happened to use it in part, the parks and rec office and that was going to be how they like tied the two together they don't know how that would have worked with they should have done it man rashida jones playing both Anne and um and karen but uh you know whatever anyway so parks and recreation uh game of thrones now game of thrones is actually a show you got me into game of thrones is a show that 
uh, you know, it was it was a little, I guess, shocking for me to watch at first because I was like, "There's a lot going on here. Why is this guy humping his sister? And what the fuck's going on here?" But uh, you know, once once I got past all that, you know, it turned out to be a fucking awesome show. Yeah. Wasn't crazy about the ending, but you know, it, it overall great show nonetheless. Started Did I watch strong. it again? Huh? So it started strong. Yeah. Would I watch it again? Uh, maybe, maybe. But uh, it's not something that I'm dying to do. So I'll say that. Um, and another, and then my fa- final honorable mention, uh, Blacklist. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched the Blacklist. Pretty cool show. I kind of like the idea of like this master criminal taking down other criminals. And mm-hmm. then, you know, everything's kind of like a puzzle and everything's kind of being, you know, there's reasons why he's taking these guys down. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. So it's, 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 you know, I wasn't crazy about the way. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but one of the main characters exited the show and the show went on without this character. And I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get why you would try to forge ahead without this main character. Um, and the show lost kind of a, some of its, uh, some of its allure for me, but, uh-huh. uh, you know, overall it's a pretty solid show nonetheless. So anyway, those are my honorable mentions. Now, Starting at number five, I have that '70s show. That '70s show, oh, such okay. a funny show. Love it. Hilarious. Um, for me, it loses a little bit because of the way, it, uh, obviously, uh, Topher Grace left, Nash Goodger left. Wasn't quite as funny after that, um, you know. But uh, overall, very funny show. I still watch reruns all the time and can be entertained by them. And uh, so, yeah, that '70s show, <laughs> number five, number four, Practical Jokers. I've oh, recently yes. really fallen in love with people jokers, dude. Like I remember the so first funny. time I, yeah, I remember the first time I saw like their announcement, I was like, these guys are like, just like a watered down clean, <laughs> you know, clean, nice Jack and ass. clean version of jackass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they're just like a nice and clean version of jackass. This is stupid. What a dumb name and practical jokers. And then I started watching them and I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I'm starting to love it. That's, and uh you know god so basically now when i get home that's what's on tv i change it to true tv and just watch impractical joke which by the way true tv just change yourself to impractical jokers tv because literally it's all it's <laughs> that's, yeah about, i know? don't think i've ever all, watched your tv all, unless it was just for the like impractical impractical jokers and you know what's funny about that is that sometimes uh, i'll sit here and say fuck it's always on but when it's not on i won't watch <laughs> you know I feel like True TV always comes up with these new shows, and none of them just ever keep my attention. They don't just—I don't know. I'm just not into them. Like Tacoma FD is kind of the only other one that I watch. It's kind of—it's kind of funny, but like, you know, like fast foodies don't care for it. Um, you know, and I don't mean to shit on the shows, but I just—it's it, just not something that I, I into. They had another one, the Backyard Bar Wars or some shit. Uh-huh. Don't care for that either. You know, they, I, they even got like the Impractical Jokers to make guest special guest appearances, and I just could not get into those shows. But I don't know. So uh, it makes sense that they're always playing Practical Jokers because I feel like that's all everyone watches. Uh, so that's it. oh, by the way, Joe leaving breaks my fucking heart because Joe is my favorite. He was the best fucking one. Dude, the fact his, that he's gone. All his eyes that he does sometimes are just completely oh hilarious. He's dude. so funny. He's so funny, dude. Joe's Definitely one of the funniest of that group. Yeah, he's he's definitely the funniest for me. I mean, like it's not like the other guys are not funny, but he was my favorite. So the show without him, I'm just you know I hope that it doesn't fall apart, but I've seen it happen. Oh yeah, so, yeah. You know, uh, I will be cautiously optimistic. Uh, so yeah, 
Number three, Family Guy. Fucking classic. Hilarious. Funny. Always a great go-to. Can't go wrong with Family Guy. For me, um, you know, it's just, I mean, I can watch Family Guy all day, every day if I had to. Mm -hmm. Number two, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now, this one, you know, might might sour... I might sour some people on here because of Will Smith's recent antics, but you can't deny the fact that Fresh Prince is a fucking hilarious show. It's super funny. Uh, this is one of those shows where, like, I, I know the lines, you know, I can quote them. Uh, in fact, my nickname in high school was Fresh Prince because I was always quoting the show, um, you know, not because I was a Fresh Prince myself. I don't think anyone would confuse me for a Fresh Prince. Nah, you're just a foxy but, grandpa. <laughs> you know, it's I am the foxy grandpa. So, um, but yeah, so Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I definitely say is in a number two, and then number one, the fucking my favorite show, <laughs> The Office. The Office, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent, The Office. If you know me, you know Office is my shit. You know, I defend it to the death. I, I'll, I'll, however, though, again. Joe left, and I'm a you know I, I I don't know how I feel about Practical Jokers because of The Office. You see, uh-huh. Michael Scott left The Office, yep. right? Yep. And it was not the same afterwards. It doesn't matter how to try. Yeah, they got a couple funny episodes here and there, but it certainly was not the same after Steve Carell left. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I'm afraid with the Practical <laughs> Jokers. You've been hurt Joe before. You're not going to get hurt again. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. So. Michael Scott was my favorite character on The Office. He's gone. Show kind of took a shit. Mm-hmm. Joe is my favorite Joker. He's gone. I'm really afraid this show's <laughs> about to take a shit, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Hopefully not. But, Let's hope for the best. Yes. So that was yeah, my but, top five, guys. Um, you have a good let list. Us know, yeah. let, let us know your fa- your top five. That'd if be you guys have a list. And also let us know whose top five is better. If you like Ooh. mine better, then, then you know. Say, well, then Frank's is better. But uh, if if not, then, you know, say, uh, you know what? Uh, just try again, you guys. Uh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, how, I, yeah, I think you know, you're, you're going to win. <laughs> you. I feel like you're going to win. You. Uh, so, no, but, but, yeah. So, you know, let us know your, your top fives and, and whose top five you guys mm-hmm, prefer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's hear your comments on yeah. it. So. So we are going to wrap it up here. Yep. Uh, why don't you guys give us a follow on TikTok at Mundane Podcast. That's Mundane, M-U-N-D-A-N-E Podcast. Follow us there. And then also we got an Instagram coming soon, so you guys mm-hmm. will be able to see what we're posting. Uh, if you guys do use Instagram more, you'll be able to follow us there. Um, and, you know, you guys can also submit, you know, questions, comments, things like that to us there. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. Uh, we have, if you guys don't, however, uh, get on, on Instagram or uh, TikTok, uh, you are able to comment on Spotify yeah, at the end, the of, end each. of each episode. And just remember, share with your friends, guys. We want to be able uh, to grow this podcast with you. We want more people to interact with us, and we want to see uh, what you guys are about. I want to I want to get to know you guys more, so send us your, your recommendations and all your topics and you know sure. what your guys absolutely top, what your guys uh top fives are that'd be really fun to to listen to yeah you know again we we uh, hope this to be an interactive podcast where we get to you know work work with you guys as well and like you know ted said help us build this build this uh together community you know, tell a friend to tell a friend yeah yeah and uh you can get the word out there and tell uh, your grandma tell your sister tell your brother you know and hide <laughs> your wife hide your husband hide your, <laughs> they represent everybody out here <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, until the next one. All right, guys. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>